Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. Continuing our discussions on unique education programs, and today we're talking about one at New Mexico Tech. We're talking with Srinivas Mukamala. Srinivas, thanks so much for joining me today. Good morning, Tom. Thank you for inviting me. Why did you tell us a bit about yourself, please, what you do, and then your role with New Mexico Tech? So my name is uh, Srinivas Mukamala, as Tom just introduced. I'm a senior research scientist with Institute for Complex Additive Systems Analysis, a statutory division of New Mexico Tech, which was created in 2000 to perform information security and information assurance work for the United States and the state of New Mexico. And I'm also an adjunct faculty at the Department of Computer Science in New Mexico Tech, where I teach data mining and computer security and computer forensic classes. Now, what can you tell us about the Information Assurance Education Program at New Mexico Tech? This is one of the very unique programs. Myself graduated in this program. I got my master's and PhD at New Mexico Tech in Information Assurance. This is one of the very unique programs where you have access to real-world application problems. When I say real-world application problems, what you're truly trying to do is, if you take a look at ICASA, we have two divisions of ICASA. One is the classified division where students get exposed to true problems that the United States is trying to protect itself from. And then there's unclassified programs where I'm heading today. What we truly do is we try to help the civilians and private and public networks. So why does it matter for the students? The way it matters is every student has an opportunity to actually apply his or her skills while they're going to school at New Mexico Tech. In other words, they can walk the talk. The day they get out of the school, they can truly go apply the knowledge they have learned from day one of the job. That's one aspect of it. And the other aspect of the whole thing is being New Mexico Tech heavily involved in trying to protect the critical infrastructure of this country and elsewhere, the student gets first-hand information on innovative research. Either they're part of the innovative research while they're undergraduate and graduate students, or they're even the inventors of the very unique research that gets out of the field. That's why I think New Mexico Tech is unique, and there's several projects like ICASA, CACTUS, Computational Analysis of Cyberterrorism Against the U.S., and the Cyber First Responders Program, which is an offshoot or which used the ideas of the New Mexico Tech First Responder Program to be the first in line to secure the cyber infrastructure of several entities. So I think that's why it's a very unique program. Well, I'm glad you mentioned the First Responders Program because that's actually one I've heard about in Washington, D.C., of all places, you know, that they speak highly of it. What can you tell us about the First Responders Program? This is one of the very unique programs in New Mexico Tech put forth in the late 90s. So it is a physical first responder program. I know we're talking about information assurance, but I'll talk about the synergies and how we created the Cyber First Responders Program. The First Responders Program was designed to truly help the frontline men and women to be safe at the same time, make sure the mission they're carrying out is in a very secure way and they can truly secure the scene when an incident happens. So that's on the physical side. And then today, as of today, if you truly look at the first responder training from New Mexico Tech, pretty much every single 
firemen, policemen, law enforcement officials in this country might have gone through at least one class at New Mexico Tech. I wouldn't say all, at least most of them. And similarly, what we did was we took those synergies in the program and we said, well, today the first responder is equipped with all kinds of electronics. And they should truly know when they're dealing with physical aspects of the infrastructure, they need to know the cyber infrastructure as well because there's so much information out there that can either help you if you have it before you go on site. The same way what we did was we started a 24-7 first responder program very specific to cybersecurity in the state of New Mexico. So what this program does is, if at all there is to be a cyber emergency in the state of New Mexico, we deploy a team where they go in, assist the state entities to truly respond to a cyber incident and alert the necessary law enforcement. So that's the kind of programs we have attacked. So there's lo so much intermingling between physical and cyber, and I think the two first responder programs are a great invention attack. Now give us a sense of who's involved in the first responders programs, how they're selected, and, and ultimately what they have to do when there is an incident. So the physical cyber responder program, I think it's, it's, it's being monitored and managed by EMRTC, Energetic Material Research Testing Center at New Mexico Tech. The cyber first responders program, I'll talk a little bit more because that's the essence of the discussion here. I run the Cyber First Responders Program. I report directly to Dr. Mason, who is also the director of EMRTC, and report to the president of the university because of the nature of the work. So what we typically do is whenever there is an incident, we first have to go secure, digitally secure the information. In other words, make sure we follow the standard procedures, NIST prescribed or the industry best practices to truly secure. So whoever is involved, researchers or students, they first go and make sure the information, whatever is required for the incident is preserved. And we get back a copy of it, we do the analysis and present the results to the agency first, typically to the agencies or the entities' attorneys, because they're the best people to guide whether this information can go out or not. And from then onwards, based on the legal discussions we have with their internal team, we take it to the next level. We help them find the appropriate law enforcement agency. And that's how we do it. Now give us a sense. And in the I'm sorry, go ahead. But, and in the process, we actually train the entity to learn how we have done it. Because coming from a university mission, we want to actually train them our thoughts of why we derived at a particular conclusion. That makes sense. Now, give us a sense of the types of incidents that first responders would respond to. And you mentioned before that this really gives them a, a boost in their careers. How does this prepare them for their careers when they've left New Mexico Tech? I mean, I can give you three um, unique examples which we dealt with first responders. I mean, half the students were given the first-hand opportunity. There was an entity where we had foreign hackers who got into a state system. And the entity did not understand the impact of what this entity might have gone through. So we were contacted for help. So we went with a team of students and researchers. We started the analysis. So in that particular case, it was an automated attack that happened on about, I would say, about close to a few thousand systems across the globe. So we went in, we did a final, complete forensic analysis, and we actually gave a hands-on approach to the students, telling them that what was the weakness the attackers exploited, 
what was the exploit code they have written, and how did they actually carry out an exploit and left the trails behind. And we actually went to an extra step that this attacker was not smart enough. If he was, he would not left these trails. So the students truly got first-hand information on, okay, if you don't secure your system, if you have this kind of weakness, you'll be exploited. They learn the proactive approaches. And the next thing is, if at all you were to be exploited, what would they use to truly exploit it? And they look at, understand the exploit code. And the aftermath they do is, if something happens, this is how you go back and do a complete forensic analysis to look after the trails. That's one instance. And there was another incident which recently happened. It was an insider who pretty much took hostage of a complete network. So again, we went in at 2 a.m. in the morning because it was been going for a while. And then we went in at 2 a.m. in the morning to respond to the incident. We went in, we looked at the network, we found certain things that are not normal. And the students there learned, well, if you were to have a malicious insider, the simple thing he would do is tie in admin access, his own admin access, to the service level access. In other words, for every program to run, you need to have a service level. And what he did was he tied in every single service level to his access. So look what. If he gets suspended or terminated, the whole network will be in shambles. And the students saw this as well. When you're going to certification and accreditation, that is a key in the government today, you know that nobody ultimately is a superpower. You always have oversight. And this is a great example of not having proper oversight. So these are kind of things they learn. And the moment they go out, come on, they know how to secure it. They know how to get the certification. They know how to distribute the power. They know how to define roles. They know how to truly respond to an attack. They know even how to do forensic analysis. It's very, very unique. Very few students in other universities will get an opportunity to go through a full spectrum of cybersecurity or information assurance. That's very well described. Thank you. Now, to take, to take a step back and look at the information assurance pro program generally at New Mexico Tech, what types of career opportunities do you find students having now at a time when there really is a lot more attention being paid to cybersecurity right from the president on down? So, again, New Mexico Tech students have very unique opportunities. I mean, I can truly tell you that. Uh, today, the moment they graduate from tech, each one has about six or seven offers in their hands. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. That's a fact. So they have primarily most of the students are actually working for the U.S. government today. Some of them go work for the defense contractors or the national labs. This is where we are. And then most of the students in the program, in the information program, are being absorbed by the government today. And there's a very nice description on tech's website where I think majority are working at the uh, Department of Defense outside Washington, D.C. area, and some of them are working for Spaywar for the Navy, and some of them are working for Army, and a few of them are working for the National Labs. And there are a few people who have actually been working for Yahoo and Google who are not U.S. citizens. One last question for you. What advice would you give someone that's looking to start or even jumpstart a career today in information assurance? One thing, I'll, I'll give you my true experience think different, think fast, and think quick. I mean, the reason I'm saying that is you have to think different in information security. One of the reasons, and it has to be quick and fast, it's all about timing. If you look at information security, 99.9% .9 of the information that flows to the networks is normal traffic. 
it's 0.1% that is truly causing havoc or harm to the computers. And if you are thinking like a traditional student or a traditional human being, you'll be in the 99.9% because you're not thinking different. What information security professionals need to do is truly think different. And you should be in the 1.1% because you're a different person. You'll be look, looking at weird things. And those are the kind of things you'll be catching or preventing against. So the one advice would be you don't have to be a geek or a genius, but all you have to do is you need to have a different mindset and attitude to advocate on information security. Of course, you have to work hard, go to school and all that. But those are all the important elements for any any education. But for information security, you have to think different and you have to think quick and fast. Srinivas, that's good insight. I appreciate your time and your thoughts today. Thanks a lot, Tom. From Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.